This is Bobby Guy with the 10-Minute Health BizCast. This is album one, track five. With us today is Dr. David Hazy, a longtime friend and a graduate of Vanderbilt University Medical School. His specialty is functional medicine, a term that's unfamiliar in many healthcare circles. He grew up on a dairy farm in South Dakota, and he's the founder of the Maxwell Clinic with locations in Nashville and Clarksville, Tennessee. He's delivered his own TED Talk. He's got several healthcare innovation companies in the works, and he's incredibly passionate about his work. Best of all, he has an infectious laugh, and I think we'll hear it a bunch on this podcast. So Dave, we are very happy to have you with us today. We could talk about a lot of the innovations you're pursuing, but we're going to save those for a future episode. Right now, I want to talk about your specialty, functional medicine. Tell us what it means to be a functional medicine doctor and why you love it. (laughs) Well, Bobby, thanks so much for having me on. So functional medicine is a patient-centric uh, systems approach to healthcare, focusing on underlying causes, identifying those underlying causes, and addressing them, uh, as opposed to focusing on symptoms uh, or just the name of the diagnosis itself and uh, a, a pathway that we often call naming, blaming, and taming a disease. Uh, in functional medicine, we're very passionate about understanding it and uh, but finding and addressing those root causes. All we're really after in healthcare are better outcomes, and I'm exceedingly outcomes-focused. The diagnosis should be the beginning of a level of inquiry, not the end of the level of inquiry. And, and as when we do that, we recognize, oh, wow, there's a lot of lifestyle issues that come to play. Uh, there's a lot of genetic environment interaction issues that come to play. And the in medicine, frankly, just gets a lot more fun. I mean, I love practicing medicine. I can't imagine mm. there being anything more fulfilling or joy-filled than getting to be a part of a person solving their health puzzle. It sounds like it would take a lot of time working with patients. And so I, I bet one of the objections is, you know, if I do this, I can only see so many patients. I can't actually be out there helping as many people as I need to, right? How do you deal with that? Yeah, it really is. Our system is not set up to encourage the investigation of underlying causes uh, and the intense kind of health coaching and lifestyle interventions that are necessary on the front end to reverse disease trajectory. We're instead set up that multiple smaller visits are paid for uh, much higher than a few longer visits. And, and so there's an economic structure to our healthcare system that fights against this style of medicine. And our entire treatment at payment model is designed around disease, not the improvement of human functioning. It's going to be fascinating to see how we shift our legacy payment models to things that are aligned with uh, optimizing outcomes. The cool thing about coming at healthcare with a fundamental change in your question, instead of my question being, how do I diagnose and treat disease, which I do, uh, because that's part of being a medical doctor, 
But my other question that is applied to every patient is, how do I create health in this person? Mm -hmm. And all of the fundamental biochemistry, all the physiology, all of that applies to the process of healing. And we haven't done much in our medical science to augment the repair and regenerative processes that occur. And that's a huge opportunity. And, and we see this shift starting to happen with the emergence of more regenerative medicine and lifestyle medicine. The, the ball is definitely moving uh, into the game where I've been playing for over 20 years. So, What I heard you say earlier is that essentially insurance is still catching up with some of this. Oh, I wouldn't even say catching up. I don't think it has a fundamental structure that is aligned. And uh, I think that that can be done and must be done. I will say large employers are hiring functional doctors to take care of their own employees at a high rate. Um, functional medicine is excellent at decreasing the cost of care, especially with high cost autoimmune disease. Uh, so we have been in enrolled in working with several large self-insured employers. Um, we'd recently, you know, the question is, well, is this evidence-based medicine? Well, recently in the Journal of the American Medical Association, we just had a comparison study published from the Cleveland Clinic Center for Functional Medicine comparing a functional medicine model with a conventional care primary care model. And over the course of a year, there was a statistically and clinically significant uh, superiority to the functional care model. So one of the biggest cost drivers in healthcare in the U.S. and across the country, according to The Economist magazine, of which I'm a big fan, is, is the lack of coordinated care, right? That we deal with um, <laughs> episodes independently instead of seeing a healthcare continuum. It sounds like functional medicine is actually built to deal with this issue. Absolutely. You know, in every aspect of reality, if you see an outcome, uh, you know that there is a history to producing that outcome. But that's not how we're conceptualizing it in our healthcare space at this time. We're imagining that person walks in the door at this visit and Everything that needs to be managed is the data that we have today. As we talk about functional medicine, if someone wants to go see a functional medicine doctor and they want to, to, have, to be able to pay for it, where do they need to look to find that doctor? And do they need to be able to expect that they can get insurance payment for it? Or is it likely to come out of pocket for the moment? So there's several things. So number one, if you're looking for a functional medicine doctor, you should look for the Institute for Functional Medicine. This is where the idea originated and look for individuals who have been certified through the Institute for Functional Medicine. And then you're going to want to look at what kind of practitioner they are because functional medicine as a label is an unregulated label. And there is some buyer beware that needs to take place. Um, some, many people can slap functional medicine on the back of their name and uh, and it's really not regulated at the level it needs well, to be. I'm going to be a so functional I would say, lawyer after this interview, but that's all good. Ye yes, and I think you'd be a great functional lawyer. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in you. And um, but But no, I think buyer beware is important. So you need to check out what are the other credentials of this functional medicine provider. They may not have a medical degree at all. Many of them don't. 
And, and I don't think that's right. They think they should be calling that functional wellness or something else, but that's a story for another day. But so. then, but then payment, I think this is important. In our practice, we have practitioners that are inside the insurance model and practitioners that are outside of the insurance model. And it depends upon what their area of emphasis is. Our practice, we're the longest running functional medicine practice in the Southeastern United States. Um, and uh, we have four individuals that are certified through the Institute for Functional Medicine. And, and, I, and, I, and I think that it's just do your due diligence. You should always do your due diligence and know what do you expect to get for your money. I'd like to know how your specialty in looking at the world through a functional medicine lens is helping you drive the innovation and create the healthcare companies that you've been working towards. Uh, I'm working with a microfluidics company right now where we're going to be able to put you know, several hundred thousand tests on a chip and provide that at low cost so we can track biologic outcomes in a comprehensive way. Uh, I am uh, helping to uh, move forward a, uh, I've helped create a neurologic company that we assess brain function using EEG, quantitative EEG. Uh, so we can look at the underlying structure and function of the brain and then apply learning techniques, something called neurofeedback, that can shift underlying brain patterns and address all kinds of issues from seizures to migraines to anxiety, depression, to attention deficit disorder. Um, it's really quite remarkable to see that take place. And I'm also working deeply in the field of Alzheimer's. Um, I have been passionate about this field for some time and I've created a data platform for clinicians that we've been utilizing in-house and within a couple of months we're going to be making this widely available to other doctors called Maxwell Brain and this takes in large data sets of information about how that individual that has having memory struggles or doesn't want to have memory struggles we take a bunch of questionnaires in laboratories neurocognitive tests We'll even bring in data from MRIs, volumetric MRIs, where we see how what parts of the brain are shrinking uh, in quantitative EEG and genetics. We put that together to create a, um, a multifactorial analysis and plan so that we can customize a preventive plan for individuals or customize a treatment plan for individuals wanting to regain their memory. Uh, and also applying that's very unique more? therapies for Alzheimer's. So we'll talk about that another time. So no, that's, uh, things that just get me so excited to see, uh, you know, to see what, how to the extent that the body can heal is really exciting. So I'm going to ask you one question as we close, and I'd love to know if you could snap your fingers and change just one thing about how we do healthcare delivery right now, what would it be? I would have all for-profit uh, insurance companies have to keep their covered lives for 10 years, period, immediately. I think immediately, now that what you cause is an alignment of the insur insurers to help individuals be well, because to the extent they could do that, the insurance companies could be more profitable by not having as many claimed illnesses uh, and, and long-term expense. Dr. Hazi, thank you very much. It has been a pleasure. 
This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks very much for joining us.